IPO market, man. So the IPO market uh, is, is back chiming. Um, we have some great IPOs that are thinking about coming out next year. It's just about who being bold enough. The thing about dropping an IPO is you got to be bold. Uh, it's some tech companies for sure. Clavio, uh, which is a great text app. We talk about GoPuff. We talk about Chime. We talk about Instacart, Stripe, Databrick, Checkout.com, Grammarly. We got some dope, dope, dope uh, IPOs that may come out this year. I actually think, I actually think that Stripe, maybe Chime, because we talk about the fintech space that I still do love. But I won't sleep on Clavio. Clavio is really good. And I won't sleep on Databricks. So I'll watch those. Grammarly, I don't know. But Stripe, Chime, Instacart. I don't think Instacart. Stripe, Chime, Databricks, Clavio. I kind of like those. Instacart, I think it'll just go right enough with uh, DoorDash and them. And I don't, I don't, I don't know how profitable, I don't know how much, I don't know how lucrative they could be in that industry with those people already killing it. Stripe is a, is a winner. Stripe should be a winner. Uh, Clavio, because it definitely integrates with Shopify, amazing. Um, Data bricks, I'm just learning a little bit about that. And Chime is definitely great in the fintech space. So I'm definitely um, interested in seeing will they come up. So we'll definitely see if any of these IPO this year. We'll see. It's, it's, it's a, the thing about this is it's a dangerous time for IPOs because the market is full of uncertainty. And when the market is full of uncertainty, that means there's not an environment that will support these. And so because the environment doesn't support these, We'll have to see, man. So let's go, man. Let's go a little further, man. And here's the tech IPO pipelines, man. As of right now, we have 1,200 uh, IPOs in the pipeline. 1,200 IPOs in the pipeline with a value of $1 billion, yo. With a value above $1 billion. So that means that's a heavy market. That is a heavy, 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 heavy market. And I'm interested to see that. Um, I had my experience, man. Shout out to my, my guy, man, Peter Touchman, man. He definitely gave me the opportunity to uh, witness an IPO. Shout out to Peter, man, because Peter called me to New York, man. Peter said, man, listen, man, you need to be here. You know what I'm saying? So I, I definitely want to see. Uh, I had my experience at watching how an IPO actually goes into fruition, what it takes, and it's not an easy, it's not an easy process. But I will say this. If you can build a business, listen to me. If you can build a business and take it public, that is the easiest way to become a billionaire. It's the easiest way to become a billionaire. It's easy, but it's the hardest work ever. And the reason why it's the easiest way to become a billionaire is because at this point now, all you got to do is run your company. If you could, if you, listen to me, there's over 6,000 companies on the stock market. All them companies not good. All them companies not good. There's companies on the stock market that you don't even know about. But what happens is, 
if you can take the company public, all you got to do, and I'm saying this to make it sound simple, but it's not that simple because I know people be like, Chappie, talking about something, all you got to do, you got to do this. You know how y'all be on Instagram and Twitter. You got to do this, you got to do this, you got to do this. People ain't never took a company public a day in their life, but they talking about what they got to do. You going to give me all the obstacles on what got to happen. All right, let's get back to business, y'all. I apologize. <laughs> All right, so why I say this is because, man, this is one of the easiest ways that you can become a billionaire. Here's why. Let me explain it to you. If you can find a parameter, so you have to earn so much for a certain amount of time. Your business has to earn so much for a certain amount of time. And then you have to go through rounds where you have to get people to you know, go through different rounds of seed time. But if your company can IPO and you can get it on the market, it is the easiest way to become a billionaire. And here's why. Because now what you're doing is you're now, so think about this. So Apple has a two point, a two trillion, one point some trillion dollar market cap right now. Right. But that is solely based on how investors feel about the company. The most important part about that is not that Apple has the 100, the the two trillion dollar market cap. It is the people who work for Apple, who own the shares in Apple, who get them by the lump sum, who now their wealth gets to go up. As people feel good about the company. Same thing that we're doing. Uh, thank you for the super chat, family. I appreciate you. Now watch this. Think about if I took this company uh, from the trap to Wall Street. Right? Other Wall Street looks like us now. Network. Say I take this company public. And I do the right things from it. I'm going to get a valuation on it. So if you can earn a certain amount, they'll give you a 10x valuation, right? So let's say I can get a $100 million valuation on this company. All right, cool. Now, once I put a portion, okay, this is good. So now I can say this, I'm a, now somebody's going to come, once we go through the seed rounds, we'll get a valuation. I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to put this much of my company on the market, right? So now once I put this much of my company on the market, investors now We'll say, well, underwriters, so Bank of America, Morgan Stanley, uh, Goldman Sachs, Piper Sandler, these companies will come along and say, okay, we're willing to put this much into the C round because we're vested as well, right? We're vested. So now that becomes a part of the valuation. Now, once I put this, my name say, okay, Trap, this company is worth this much. We'll put it on the market at $15 a ship, right? I come in and say, you know what? I want to own 50% of my company. So I buy, I go in my wallet, right? And get 50% of the shares of my company. 51% of the shares of my company. Now watch this. Here's the dope part. At that point, all I got to do is one, make sure I can make this company profitable. Two, put the right attention on the company. And if I can add value to this company over the, and keep my books clean so I can stay out them people federal penitentiary, because ain't nobody going to jail for cooking no books, now 
the market can make me a billionaire. Because if I can add value to my company, my share that I bought for $15 IPO or pre-market, if they can go up to $100, $200, this now makes me a billionaire. You feel me? So think about owning, think about me owning 500,000 shares of my business. This is outside of my liquid cash. So this is why people mess up at all the time. So people look and be like, man, um, Warren Buffett lost $40 billion. Well, he didn't lose it in cash. The value of the stock went down. He's probably still, his cash didn't move. His equity moved. And so what happens is, if the equity, if you can add enough value at your company where the equity continuously increases, you can become a billionaire. Now, it's hard. It's easier said than done, right? Because most people aren't committed long enough. But watch this. I don't know I'm getting into this too. They're going to come on a little while to do this in a little bit. If you, the gold as a person who, because entrepreneurship isn't for everybody. D1, I talked to you the other day. I said, bro, you're a business. You're not an artist. Right? I said, but you knew that already. You know, we had this conversation. I think about myself as a business. I think about what I'm building as a media group. It's a media company. I'm thinking about the university I'm building as an education platform. Once the reason why this year was so this year is, is tough for me is because now I'm going back office getting everything right. Everything. Everything. And at some point, I'm going to hire a CFO. I already hired a COO. So now we put a C-suite in place because you got to have things in structure because they're going to come audit your business. But if you can have everything in structure, I think it's like five years you have to own a certain amount of money. If you can get in the market as a small cap business, you can add nine figures to your name. Nine figures in equity where you can do like an Elon Musk and say, you know what? I'm going to sell $40, million, $40 billion worth of Tesla stock to go buy another company. This wasn't cash he came out of his pocket with. He ain't went in his pocket and got nothing. He went straight to his how many billions of shares, millions of shares of Tesla that he owned, and he said, hey, let me go get $40 million, billion worth. Bet. That ain't come out of his cash pocket. He went to his Tesla stock and said, give me $40 billion worth. I want to take this and go buy that. Capitalism at its finest. All right, let's go, man. I don't, don't want to beat on that too long. Let's go, man. All right, man. So is Hertz becoming a Cinderella? So check this out, man. This company went chapter 11 a couple years ago, man. And now, you remember last year they made an acquisition. They said they want to have at least 80, 60% of their rev- of their cars in um, Tesla. So they partnered with Tesla. All of their vehicles sold in the U.S. in 2023 were EV. Hertz. Hertz. 5.8% were EV. Let's go a little further. Boom. Right? The next thing that happened is Hertz is becoming a center of 50% Uber drivers have rented Teslas through Hertz, logging in 5 million trips. About 2,250 charging stations operated to power the EV fleet. 
Hertz is moving heavy into the EV game. Let's go a little further, right? And so the next question is, they've invested in a large EV rental fleet in North America. They are the largest EV fleet in North America. EV rentals at 500 locations in 38 states. And the goal by the year of 2024 is to have their fleet compromise of 25%. So they want 25% of their fleet to be EV. Hertz is transitioning into becoming the leader in electric vehicles when it comes to rental cars. They got charging stations. They're the largest with 500 locations in 38 states that you can actually rent a Tesla. I actually rented one from not too long ago. It was pretty dope. Right? Let's go a little further. Because I said that, I brought us to this. I saw this thing. So Honda and Sony actually came together. Michelle, thank you for the super chat. I appreciate you so much. Um, Honda, Honda and Sony partnered to drop their first EV car. And I'm asking myself, are they double teaming Tesla? Now, we talked about this. Tesla's actually still doing good. Remember, there is a, so here's my idea of Tesla. So think about LeBron James. And I said this last week. Think about LeBron James. LeBron James has a premium baked in to who he is as an, as a ball player. Right? So let's think about this. If LeBron James scores 20 and 10 for 10 straight games, we're going to say he fell off. Hey, he fell off. He trash. He trash. I know that boy overhyped. Mike ain't never averaged 20 and 10. Mike put up 65 and 300. There's a premium baked into being LeBron. Right? There's a premium baked into being. We hold him at a high standard. Same thing with Tesla. Tesla said, we're going to grow our revenue and sales at 50% a year. Last year, they grew it at 40%. The stock went down even more. But you can't name another company in that space that is growing their cars at 40%. You can't name it. So, Trap, why is the stock down? The man sold $40 billion worth of Tesla shares alone last year. There's companies on the market that isn't worth $40 billion. You sell $40 billion of any stock, the stock is going to fall. There's a premium baked into being Tesla. Not saying it's a good company, so I'm saying it's a bad company. I own a whole lot of it. But what I am saying is there's a premium baked into being that company. Show me another company in the EV space that's growing their revenues at 40%. The man delivered 1.2 million cars last year alone by itself. Some of your biggest companies can't deliver 1.2 million cars by themselves. There's a premium baked into being the big dog. Now, January 18th, I think he has a meeting and we want to listen to, is he going to reduce the guidance of Tesla? We want to see, is he going to reduce this? Is he going to say, yo, we're not going to bring in 50% a year. We're going to now bring it at 30% because here's the deal. I'm going to just be honest with you. It is extremely hard to produce 50% increase year over year, over year, over year, over year. It is hard to do that. Especially as the scape broadens. Let's go a little further, man. I'm not telling nobody to invest in Hertz either. Let's go a little further, man. Now, 
Because we talked about that, this is a cool car. I want to say that here's the different ways that you can get into the EV space, not necessarily through cars. The smart grid, so you can get in power sources, you can get, you know, that's power by traditional renewable sources, commercial charging stations, right? A grind, right? You get a home charging stations or infrastructure. So you get smart grid, a grind will transfer information, utilities between charging stations, infrastructure. GE provides infrastructures and solutions. So I just want you to put that out there. You don't necessarily have to invest in the car itself. You can invest in the the economy, the ecosystem of EV, and that could be real good for you.